Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. It's a good one today. It's real good. But we are starting with more broad words. Uh, if you listen to the last two episodes, that word probably sounds we- as weird to you as it does to me, uh, especially if you're binging these. So the first word is broad spectrum. Broad hyphen S P E C T R U M. Adjective from 1952. Effective against a wide range of organisms, as in, no, uh, parentheses example is as insects or bacteria, as in a broad spectrum antibiotic. Next is broad sword. We had broad axe before, now we've got broad sword, one word, noun from before the 12th century. A large heavy sword with a broad blade for cutting rather than thrusting. Yeah, the, the thrusting swords are going to be real skinny and uh, sharp. I mean, the the broadswords are probably sharp too, but, you know, they're real small uh, and round, so you can do a lot of quick little stabbing. Uh, but a broadsword, it's uh, uh, flatter, I'm guessing. It doesn't say, but I, I assume it's flatter, and you can swipe and cut. But you probably thrust too. It's still going to do some good damage. All right, next we have broadtail. One word, noun from 1892. Number one, we have the first definition for the word caracool. K-A-R-A-K-U-L. Caracool. I don't know what this word is. Number two, the pelt of a premature or newborn caracool lamb. It's a lamb. Having a flat and wavy appearance resembling moray silk. It's a broad tail. All right. Oh, and then it says compared to the second definition for caracool and also the first definition for Persian lamb. So uh, this must be a kind of lamb in the Persian area of the world. And it's probably uh, really damn cute. Let's find a picture. Uh, Broadtail, that's what that one was. Next is Broadway with a capital B noun from 1835. The New York Commercial Theater and Amusement World. Yeah, it's a whole world. Specifically, playhouses located in the area between the Avenue of the Americas and 9th Avenue and from West 41st Street to West 53rd Street. Uh, It's very specific. Thank you. I've only been to New York a couple of times. I don't even know if I was in the Broadway area, but I think it seems really fun. I've never seen a show on Broadway. Maybe someday. Uh, Broadway is also an adjective, and Broadwayite, Broadwayite, is a noun. Is that one who is performing on Broadway? Is it one who goes and sees shows on Broadway? It's a whole world. It's an amusement world. Um, And then this is from Broadway, which is a street in New York City. Next is... Yeah, I told you this was a fun episode. What is this? I probably should have figured out how to say it before. Brobdingnagian. Brobdingnagian. I really think that's it. Uh, Brobdingnagian. All right, we're just going to go with that because that's what it looks like. Capital B-R-O-B-D-I-N-G-N-A-G-I-A-N. Brobdingnagian. Sounds like a word that I would have made up when I was in junior high. Um, I think have made up words 
that are ridiculous, and I don't know why, and I don't know what they mean. Uh, but this is an adjective from 1728, and it means marked by tremendous size. Brobdingnagian is also a noun. So this is from, maybe I should just keep it a secret. No, this is from Brobdingnag, which is an, um, is an Amer- imaginary land of giants in Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift. Uh, I am aware of the story of Gulliver's Travels, that he finds giants, but he also finds little people. Um, but I think the story of the little people is the one that most people know. That's the one that I know better. Um, and they have a name, and I know the name, and I can't think of the name right now. And I know some of you are like, oh my God, why don't you know the name? And I could probably look it up, but I don't want to do that. It's some weird word. But anyway, Jonathan Swift must have just made these up. Uh, You know, I don't think he got them from anywhere. And he thought that the land of giants would be funny if it was called Brobdingnag, which is really not easy to say. And then the people who live there are Brobdingnagians, I guess. Or is it Nagians? Brobdingnagian. Maybe that's it. Doesn't matter. Uh, Next is brocade b-r-o-c-a-d-e it's an arcade where lots of bros hang out it is a noun from a 1588 number one a rich silk fabric with raised patterns in gold and silver number two a fabric characterized by raised designs Uh, brocade is also a transitive verb and brocaded is an adjective So this is from the Spanish word brocado, which is from the Catalonian word brocat, which is from Italian brocato, which is from the verb brocare, which means to spur or brocade, uh, which is from the word broco, maybe they say brocho, uh, which is a small nail from Latin brocus, which means projecting. Uh, Lots and lots of different words there. Uh, now we have brocas, no, uh, brokies, brokies, or brokas, brokas area. We'll say that capital B R O C A apostrophe S brokas, and then the the word area, noun from circa 1903, a brain center associated with the motor control of speech and usually located in the left side of the frontal lobe. Well, I guess I am using Broca's area as I am uh, reading these words to you. This is from Paul P. Broca, which was a French surgeon who died in 1880. Uh, so I, uh, I hope I never get a lobotomy because if they take out the left side of the frontal lobe, then I might not be able to uh, speech all that good. I'm just being silly. Okay, next we have... Bracatelle, B-R-O-C-A-T-E-L-L-E, Bracatelle, noun from 1669, a stiff decorating fabric with patterns in high relief. This is a French word from Italian, brocatello or brocatello, which is a diminutive of brocato, but it doesn't say what that means. Next we have broccoli. B-R-O-C-C-O-L-I, noun from 1699. One is chiefly British. 
um, a large hardy cauliflower to a either of two garden vegetable plants closely related to the cabbage. And then we have to a one, one with a thick central stem and a compact head of dense, usually green florets that is classified with the cauliflower. To a two, one with slender stems and usually green or purple florets not arranged in a central head. The scientific name for that one is Brassica oleracea italica. And then we have 2B, the stems and immature florets of broccoli used as food. Let's see, this is, uh, it's Italian. Uh, The plural is broccolo, which is the flowering top of a cabbage from the diminutive of brocco, or it is a diminutive of brocco, which is a small nail or sprout. Uh, I know that broccoli itself doesn't really taste all that good. I know a lot of people don't really like it, but, you know, if you cook it up good and you season it, maybe put some butter and salt on it or whatever, some other stuff, it's really, really, really a a healthy uh, vegetable that y'all should eat. You got to eat your fruits and vegetables. You need the fiber. You need all the stuff. There's calcium in there and all the good stuff. All right, now we've got broccoli rob. Two words. Rob looks like it's pronounced rabe, but it's not. It's rob. R-A-B-E. This is a noun from 1938. A garden brassica that is related to the turnip and produces edible leafy branching stalks and compact clusters of yellow florets. Called also broccoli rob, R-A-A-B. That one looks better to me. Uh, And then... Oh, also called, um, in addition to broccoli rab, it's also called rapini, R-A-P-I-N-I. So this is perhaps modified of the Italian broccoli di rapa, which literally means flowering tops of the turnip. Oh, and the scientific name is brassica rapa ruvo. Also, a good vegetable to eat. Next, we have brochette. B-R-O-C-H-E-T-T-E, noun from the 15th century. Uh, We have the synonym skewer. Also, food broiled on a skewer, and that is the end of that sentence. I thought it went on. Uh, Brochette. Let's see. This is uh, from French. Brochette uh, from broche, which which means pointed tool, and there's more at the word brooch. Now we have brochure. B-R-O-C-H-U-R-E. This is a noun from 1748. Synonyms are pamphlet and booklet, especially one containing descriptive or advertising material. Next is Brock, B-R-O-C-K, noun from before the 12th century. It is British, and we have the synonym badger. So I guess they just call badgers brocks, which is interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, the etymologies just says this is from the Welsh word brock, B-R-O-C-H, which means badger. So was that, did we change it from brock to badger here in America? I don't know. Next is brockage, noun from 1879, an imperfectly minted coin. Hmm, brockage. Uh, this is an English dialect word, brock, Uh, or it's from that, which means rubbish. Uh, Yeah, cool. Uh, Now we have brocket, B-R-O-C-K-E-T, 
It is a noun from 1837. Any of several small deer of Central and South America with unbranched antlers. Ah, so they just, the antlers go out, but they don't, they don't have little uh, branches or points. Bracket. So this is uh, from the word bracket, which is a two-year-old male red deer. Um, from Middle English, bracket from Anglo-French, akin to the Old French broche, which means tine of an antler or pointed tool. And there's more at the word brooch. Okay, if you say so. And then our last word is brogan, B-R-O-G-A-N. This is a noun from 1835. A heavy shoe, especially a coarse work shoe uh, reaching to the ankle. And uh, this is an Italian word uh, from the Italian word brogan, which is a diminutive of brogue, B-R-O-G. So, uh, yeah, it's just a heavy shoe. Uh, So we had broad spectrum, broadsword, broadtail, broadway, brobdingnagian, brocade, Broca's area, brocatel, broccoli, broccoli lob, brochette, or brochette, brochure, brock, brockage, bracket, and brogan. Uh, there were so many good ones in this episode. Um, let's see, I'm just scanning through because, let's see, brocan, well, I think I have to pick Broca's area as the word of the episode. Uh, because it is a really important part of the brain if you want to control, you know, speech and stuff. Uh, and most of us want to do that, I think. Uh, so um, it's very important, and we use it all the time. And uh, that's, I think, all I have to say about that. But there were some really good ones in here, I thought. Um, but some of them I'll put on Instagram. Okay, that's all I got to say today. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.